Welcome back. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm right here, sitting in the clubhouse. Literally, a kind of a clubhouse today. I'm in a new location, so uh, so just bear with me if there are any type of sound redundancies or complications today. Just got to get the hang of this uh, of this new location. But really, the location hasn't changed at all. It's still right here where it always is at the intersection of style and pop culture. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. And man, we've got a good, good show for you today. I mean, it's just going to be wonderful to talk about something other than Game of Thrones for me. <laughs> just one hour out of the day where I'm just going to get to wax on the other stuff that I care about. And I mean, yes, I love the Game of Thrones talk, but here in the heart of season eight, it's pretty much all anybody wants to talk to me about. So I end up having the same conversations many, many times over, and it's fun, but occasionally exhausting. So today, I am joined by, by a unicorn of sorts. He's a non-Game of Thrones watcher, and usually I'd shame him for that, but today it's a welcome change. Welcome, Will DeFries. How's it going? It's going all right. I, I, I might be the best person to talk to right now, because yeah, I, I can't talk to you, you can't, about Game you of Thrones You literally cannot, you, you can't have a single comment about it. Right? I'm going to be hitting you up in like eight months and yeah. being like, dude, how about this? <laughs> this was fine. wild. Then, then I will be, then I'll be ready for just, you know, I'll be ready to talk about it again, because it will be this just massive black hole void in my life. Where, I have like an issue Game at group dinners was. now. I just have an issue where I like quiz people about shows that are like a decade old. And I'm like, <laughs> do you remember this one episode? And they're like, no, I don't. Like Breaking Bad came out like years ago and you just binged it now. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. Are you, did, did I hear on a pod that you're doing Sopranos right now? No, I've done Sopranos. Oh, you've already done Sopranos. I've already done Sopranos. Okay. I did Sopranos like a while ago. Okay. No, right now I'm just kind of bopping around. Yeah. I'm just kind of doing my thing. I'm avoiding spoilers. Mm-hmm. I do know several spoilers for this season <laughs> of Game of Thrones just because I've muted everything. It would be almost impossible to avoid. Yeah. I know certain things. I'm hoping that like, I just need, I need to stay off, off Twitter a little bit. Twitter is just an absolute, like you're just, will have every, like it's free range. I've muted, Nobody's holding anything back. The issue is that I've muted everything on my personal account, so I don't see it on there, but I use Sunday Scaries and I use circling back and so once i log into circling back that's the culprit i see everything okay, yeah and so now i've just been like all right i can't scroll the feeds on these other <laughs> these other accounts for the next month to do the muting on your own account did you have somebody like a game of thrones fan come in to like put in every single character name i f- i just searched like character list yeah. and then i searched like different <laughs> types of things like i don't know it took a really long time but i, I finally dialed it into last season it working perfectly yeah this season it's not working so well Right on. Well, you mentioned uh, Sunday Scaries and Circling Back mm-hmm. podcast. You're the the host of Sunday Scaries and the co-host of Circling Back. What's uh what's popping over there on those pods? It's been a nice little couple weeks. I have been out of town recently, which we'll get to. Yeah. So I, I've missed a couple podcasts on Circling Back, uh, but I just had the chief product officer from Microsoft on sunday scaries which was a very cool experience that's a, that's, a, that's a cool get i saw that, that yeah you got that and that was like i was like okay all at right. first when they when i got the email about doing it i was like this feels a little too good to be true like <laughs> I, this seems really nice that they're gonna fly me and let me interview this guy and uh he turned out to be very candid open great about everything and yeah. it, it turned out much less corporate than i thought it was going to yeah so i was very pleased with the interview Microsoft is like trying to, you know, we're, I feel like we've almost reached a point where the the table will officially turn again and Microsoft will be Apple of like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. 
because Apple is just the the you know the behemoth at this point. They gave me a Surface Pro during this, <laughs> and I'll say this: Did you come back with the Surface Pro? Yeah, nice. I really like it. Yeah, it, the screen is insane. <laughs> like this, the picture. It's like once I used it for about an hour, I was like, oh, this is easy to use, and I. I'm, I might I might actually switch over. Wow. I'm debating wow. currently. I, it's going to take a lot of like re-downloading things. And I, yeah. A lot of legwork. Okay. So check that out. Check out the Sunday Scaries podcast. Check out the Circling Back podcast. I mean, I'm sure a, a, a huge number of, uh, of the Club Cool listeners are familiar with both of those. But if you're not, give them a listen. Both extremely enjoyable podcasts that I listen to regularly. Uh, you mentioned that you, you were to, to visit with... Microsoft and mm-hmm. the chief product officer, you said, right? Yep. Yeah. That you went to New York. I did. And you also just recently got back from Mexico. Yes. I was in Todos Santos. Todos Santos. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Vacations. That's right. This is the vacation episode. We're going to talk about city vacations, beach vacation, excuse me, beach vacations, and uh, the differences between those two. So we're going to jump into that. And after that, we'll uh, we'll talk a little wish list. We'll talk a little sales season. Before we do any of that, though, let's talk about Scentbird. Ooh, Scentbird. Scentbird is for all the smell goods. And now is the perfect time to jump on board because the seasons are changing. It's getting warmer. You need to you need to move away from that that musky winter scent that you've been using, and you need to get something citrusy and 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 perfect for the the warm months in the summer. Scentbird will let you do that. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service. You get a really, really nice size of a sample every single month. Right now, an exclusive offer just for Club Cool listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. That's at scentbird.com slash cool. Let me spell that for you real quick too. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash cool. And I mean, the, the selection here is unrivaled. Any designer you can think of, they've got it. They've got Gucci, they've got Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Prada, even a bunch of very artisanal scents that, that you may never heard of, but really like just bring the magic. And what's better than having somebody come up to you and say, oh my God, what are you wearing? With Scentbird, that will definitely happen. That's over 450 designer brands for you to choose from. It's 120 sprays in each bottle. You get to change it up. You get to try something new every month. Cannot recommend Scentbird enough. Super fun, and you will smell fantastic, which, hey, it's perfect for going on vacation. One more time, that's scentbird.com slash cool, and use my code COOL for 50% off your first month. All right, Will. Let's talk about the first trip that you went on. Okay. To New York City. Yes. Well, first of all, let's let's talk a little bit more broadly about about both. Okay, you went big city and then you went beach. Mm-hmm. Do you do you look forward to to either type more than the other? It's beach and it's not even close. Okay, like I kind of dread going to New York City. I, it was kind of nice this time because it was a work and play trip. I extended it a couple of days to mm-hmm. do some things that I wanted to do, but normally when it's only play, I I really try to avoid going to big cities. My parents always, they never wanted to go anywhere like that. When Mm -hmm. I was younger, they always just went to the beach. If we were going on spring break, it was the beach. We went on one non-beach spring break my entire life growing up. Okay. So I just think it's just been, you know, 
especially now that I live in Austin, it's like I really want to go somewhere that's like smaller and not a big city. Yeah, because you get the city yeah. feel here. And so even if I go north to get out of like the heat, I mm-hmm. want to go somewhere that's not a big city. Okay. I want to go somewhere where I can relax a little bit. I grew up doing plenty of both. Like we did, we did plenty of beach vacations uh, as a family, but I also love the big city trips too. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's weird now because you do experience so much of that in, in Austin as well. We yeah. have great restaurants. We have a great scene. There's like plenty to do, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man, there's just something about walking around in a city like Chicago or New York. It's fun. That is really, really attractive to me. It I just guess. wears on me faster than if I go to the beach. Yeah. If I'm at the yeah. beach, I'm like, I can sit here for the next week doing absolutely nothing. Well, and, and I guess they both really serve their purposes because you don't really take like a full week for a New York trip yeah. or a full week for a Chicago or an LA trip. Like these True. are like extended weekends, mm-hmm. maybe three, four days max. I think like four is like, yeah, anything more than four just seems unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, just, I mean, how many like, and they just, you're going out to eat every single meal. It just gets... Maybe I should rephrase it. I can't afford more than four yes. days in New York City. It's just <laughs> exactly. too much. Like, exactly. <laughs> I haven't learned the subway system very well, so I always take Ubers most places. Yeah. And that's yeah. just like, that's the biggest crushing part of being in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you look forward to like the, the, the smaller town nature of the beach trips mm-hmm. more so than like big city kind of overwhelming. Or even, even if I'm at a resort, I just enjoy like the not having to be anywhere. Being on island time. Yeah. is better than being somewhere in a New York minute. Like so, it's just such a difference. How does it affect like the way that you that you plan for either trip? Are you planning more for a beach trip or do you like that the or do you like that you know you don't have to plan for those types of trips? I think it's tough. I think when it comes to like a beach trip, you have to plan like day trips and do more research and make sure that you're prepared beforehand because you might not speak the language. You don't know the lay of the land that well. Whereas in like New York, like you can look up anything immediately and say, oh, I want ramen. And then you can Google it, go to a world-class ramen place right around the corner. That's fair. You also have to watch out for those data charges because you can't just be down there in Mexico, like letting every single minute go by and your data is just on the roaming. I straight turned off my phone the entire yeah. time I was there. I took a total of zero pictures when I was in wow. Mexico. Wow. Which I've never done that that's before. That's huge. That's huge for coming from you. Yeah. I I mean, I took zero. I left my phone. My phone never left the bedroom. That sat on my bedside table the entire time. I would pick it up and look at it. I was connected to Wi-Fi. I'd pick it up and look at it uh, like maybe twice a day. And in the morning, I just told myself, just ignore it, leave, go get off your phone and go do something rather than lay here for an hour, like scrolling Instagram. That's it was really great. Yeah, that's nice. I, you can't do that in New York. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely have. It, there's more access to your normal kind of like perks and or well, not just conveniences mm-hmm. if you're just in a city somewhere else in the US. Yeah, yeah. So I think I actually I don't. And you're, it, yeah, you're not able to unplug if your vacation is, is Correct. in New York. Or when it comes Florida. to like packing though, I, I plan a lot less for a beach vacation yeah. as opposed to... Well, you need a lot less. Yeah. Like I brought a, I was, I was in New York for four days, I think, maybe five. And I packed the biggest suitcase I had and it was almost full just because I didn't know what I would want. It, I, yeah. You need, there's like a, for me, especially as somebody that that loves clothing. If I'm going to New York, I feel an immense pressure to like look cool, like an obligation. On the street, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. But when I'm like, if I'm going to the beach, I'm packing two swimsuits, yeah, a couple linen shirts, t-shirts, 
and that's it. Like it's it's so it's a day and night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just recently went on a, a, a similar beach trip. I think we'll get into to the specifics of your of of your Mexico vacation, mm-hmm. but. We were down there for a wedding that pretty much it was like, but it was like basically a college reunion trip because everybody just turned it into a vacation. Yeah. And so it was really awesome. And it was, you know, we were there for five days or whatever. And like I could, I could, I easily got by with the carry on. Yeah. It, 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 one weekend in New York and I got to check something. Oh yeah. Because oh. you just need too many options. Absolutely have to. Absolutely have to. There's no way I could go without checking a bag. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some New York City stuff. Okay. Uh, here on this podcast... Club Cool, we've given Aimee Leondor quite a bit of shine. Last week, uh, we Phil and I talked about Complex's ranking of the U.S. streetwear brands. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. And I they had Aimee somewhere. It was they, they did the top 15, and they had Aimee like right around 12. Okay. I launched them straight to number one <laughs> for a variety of reasons, but I I think they do something unique and different, like in the realm of streetwear. Yeah, and their vision is so uniform and like cohesive, mm-hmm. and like just the way they put everything together, their presence—it's great—is just it's very, very, very well done. More mm-hmm. so than any other streetwear brand that you could come up with. It's 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 insane. Yeah. Um. So, and I think a lot of people have have discovered this brand just from listening to the podcast and, and, um, you know, I think you and I have each probably tagged them and stuff on, probably. on various Instagram channels. So they recently opened a new brick and mortar in New York city, mm-hmm. which I, I know you were, you, you intended to go to and you did, right? Yes. And it, it looks very, very cool. I based my day around it. Yeah. I was like, I want to, I, I know that there's cool stuff around it. Um, I, I know I want to go do something else besides being in Brooklyn for the day or being midtown. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to make my first stop there, figure it out from there. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. And so, did the, how was the new store? Does it fit with the aesthetic that they are able to curate so well on Instagram? So much. Yeah. So much. It. I, I went to the old store, uh, I guess it was last, a year, pretty much a year ago mm-hmm. when they were in the old location. I went to that store and the experiences were totally different, which was a good, a very good thing. Yes. I actually told them that. Okay. Uh, and you didn't get kicked out of the store? No, this was actually an unbelievable experience. The, so the first time I went to the store, um, I wanted to get something that I think it was sold out online. So I was like, I really want to go get it. Mm-hmm. And so Sally and I went and we we were early. Um, we woke up in the morning. It was a big night the night before. So we were really hungover and we were like, let's just knock this task out and then go have like a big lunch and not think about anything for the rest of the day. We show up and there's like three dudes outside of the store, like sharing a blunt together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, they're chilling pretty hard. And then we go in and... At the time, I was kind of put off by how they kind of seem all seem distracted. Right. I don't care if you smoke a blunt outside of your store, but like, at least like, act normal when we're in the store setting. And so my issue is that like we just kind of felt ignored for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm thinking about it, you know, we did show up the second they were supposed to open. And it's I've worked in retail before, and they hadn't waked and baked yet. The man. people that the people that show up first are probably the people that get most ignored throughout the day because you're still kind of setting stuff up and doing sure. things, putting Selling the music in. on, yeah, turn, making sure all the lights are on, making sure everything's out. Like I don't know, and so I don't really blame them because we did just kind of bum rush them the first day, um, and this time it was totally different. I yeah. went like right around lunch. I got a coffee. I was waiting for someone, um, and so I got a coffee. 
in the cafe that they have off the side. So half the or a, a portion of the story is is a little cafe of, called Cafe Leon Dor. Yes, right? a very small port. It's it's smaller than I thought it was going okay. to be. I thought it was going to be like a full blown cafe where you could sit outside and have like coffee with people. There was yeah. like one table. Um, that being said, like the it was good coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I only know coffee in two. It's like binary scale for me, good or bad. It right. was good. Uh, the only edit I have is that they they need if they have a cafe, you need a bathroom. Mm. I like I asked. I was like, "Hey, where's your bathroom?" There. Oh, we don't have one. And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, I feel that. I'll go to the Starbucks over there and go to the bathroom. I guess. Like, okay. <laughs> um, that being said, the store itself was awesome. Um, the, I mean, it was it was just it was awesome. It was perfectly done. Just to 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 tell the listeners a little bit, like I, I got to go to the first store as well. They called it. It was on Mott Street, so they just referred to it as Mott Street, mm-hmm. and it was cool in its simplicity yeah very utilitarian mm-hmm. like it definitely like ama is so interesting because 50 percent of the brand feels like this this 90s nostalgia callback to like harlem era yeah like you know like like diddy and mace yes and i think of the movie that i think it has uh man it's called paid in full it's it's i, I feel like it has mckay pfeiffer and maybe cameron <laughs> in it but that's that's the movie that stands out to me and then the other half is like this very aspirational waspy yeah. side of it that's like super late 90s nautica and polo ralph lauren it's so almost it's, like it's, it's almost like slim aaron's photography and they went to like they were like in like brooklyn or something like that and then like they immediately like took like a long weekend out to the hamptons and right it's like all right let's do both yes just shove them together and so it, it, it the, the two different vibes are like sound like they would be something that that juxtapose each other mm-hmm. and that that's one of the cool things that, that, that they're able to do is like make those two things work yeah so the the original store was like not really an embodiment of either one of those it was just cool because it was like a cool little shop yeah so does is the new store like does it have a few more frills and, and i mean yes it store... looks like they gutted whatever was in there and just completely did it how they wanted to do it yeah they had like a installation up behind the register that was it was uh i, I think his name's Tyrell Winston, and it's a basketball kind of installation that are like deflated basketballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all the artwork in there is like something you'd see on their Instagram page for inspiration. Uh, everything seemed to have its place. You know, they 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 definitely catered the store itself to their products. Like they had smaller shelves above the hanging racks that were for the hats that they had in there, and there wasn't any space that was used improperly yeah it was all it all made sense and at first when i walked in i was like oh it's smaller than i thought it would be but it didn't need to be any bigger is it still in the same general area in soho i don't know i'm not sure how i think i don't think they're that close to each other actually now that i think about it i'm pretty bad with geography Mm -hmm. um i walked 15 miles that day (laughs) yeah because i dude how many steps is that a lot like a hundred thousand it was like no 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 it it wasn't no it was like i think thirty thousand It was an it was a wild day. Okay, I decided. Yeah, no, I guess that's right. Don't they say ten thousand steps is five miles, right? Yeah, I think Ish. so. Yeah, it was a lot. I I walked a lot that day. Yeah, because I just decided, you know, I'm, I, I it's cool to see the city walking. Mm-hmm. So I walked from my friend's apartment in Guanas to all the way to the store. Walked around that entire day. I uh, went to a bunch of other stores and then I walked back and I looked at my phone because I knew I was like, oh, my steps are going to be huge today. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I was like, yep, that's yeah. probably my biggest day ever. Uh, anyway, I just I, I I wanted to hear about it and talk about it be, because as a big time shopper and somebody that does almost exclusively like online shopping at mm-hmm. this point, it's like in store experience is 
basically the one thing that can push you kind of over that line for sure to just to purchase in store to yeah. make the to make the snap decision to do it then and not like be like, oh, I'm gonna search around online see if I can find a better price maybe I won't have to pay tax if I find it at like a you know at a place where that that isn't based in my state that yeah. type of thing yeah one of the guys he was there both times he was the one that I would talk to this time when I was there um, the first time he was super nice and stuff but he was just kind of like clearly distracted and uh, Sally said like like he was just dripping in swagger the first time I went in. I was like he really was like he had it all down. He was flipping up the bottom of his sweatshirt and like he looked he just looked like he had it together. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was in there this time and I, I I recognized him from the last time and he walked up to me like immediately up to me which I was kind of surprised because I was like man they didn't really they weren't mm-hmm. like that attentive last time. He walked right up to me and he uh, he complimented my pants and I was like. I'm just wearing like normal like kind of jogger pants and then I looked over and he was wearing like the exact same pair in a different color oh nice and I was like oh shit I was like yeah dude nice pants on you too and then he he started talking to me about that and then that kind of got the ball rolling and we ended up talking for like I don't know five or ten minutes not that long yeah um but I asked him about the traffic I'm kind of interested by like retail locations too because Mm -hmm. I worked in one for so long and that you just kind of get in that mode and so I asked him I was like how's like how's the change been and he said it's been through the roof yeah. It was like the amount of traffic that goes through, just the amount of people that have come to see it just to see how like well done it is and everything. He just said it's night and day. Yeah. And so makes sense. I was hoping they would have like their New Balance stuff out. Mm-hmm. They had none, no New Balance. The only New Balance I saw was uh, on someone that was like working there. Okay. And then, but but the cool thing that they had was that they had uh, merch that was just for the cafe. They had a hat, like a white hat that said Cafe Leondor, and then they had a shirt that had like a drawing of the cafe on it which i think they've sold online I but think they, you may, yeah you have to buy it from the cafe which okay. i thought was interesting i didn't buy either one of them i wanted to see if the hat would have been a different material i would have bought it mm-hmm. but i it was behind the register and i walked up and uh yeah they they gave it to me and i i asked how much it was and they told me i had to check out through the cafe for that and i was like oh okay all right wasn't expecting that separate but, businesses they gotta yeah. they gotta keep their books straight cool whatever <laughs> Uh, did you happen to check out any other stores, any other yes. retail concepts or brands? I went to Kith. Yeah. Uh, I was told to go just to see the shoe. Mm-hmm. Like the second level is just all shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of like keeping shoes at like an arm's length lately. I just don't want to, I don't want to spend money on shoes right now. Yeah. Especially in the summer. I don't wear sneakers that often in the summertime. I usually wear like something like a, like your Sabas. My Sabas, or I've been wearing my Adidas slides a lot of places, which like <laughs> I get ripped on for, but I'm like, hey, and these are comfortable. Um, and so I'm trying not to buy any sneakers right now, but it was cool to go and see all the different ones. The 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 nice thing about Kith for me, is, I mean, I don't know if it's nice or not. It, it is, it's an interesting experience to go check out the store. Yeah. I, I like to kind of like window shop in there. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so overwhelming and somewhat intimidating Yeah, that I, like, I'm not going to ask to see my size in something. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's that is an issue at that kind of place. I I'll be honest, I did kind of do like the like, oh, I like this. I'm going to find this online later because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't want to go try stuff on. Right. I mean, there were so many people in there it, too. It is packed out. It's there was a not of, super conducive to actually shopping. There was a pair of pants hanging up and I was like, "Oh, these are sweet." And then I I took them off the rack and I was like, "Oh, these are Arc'teryx." I was like, "What? Like this is kind of random." But I ended up just like 
writing down the the thing and i was like maybe i'll get these uh this fall so so outside of kith just people standing around how many chest rigs did you see dude <laughs> dude that that was definitely the uh the the Times square of hype beast down there just yes. like rocking that kind of stuff but it wasn't as much as i thought it would be okay um that area kind of like it it is a cooler like a hipper hip area so like a lot of the people weren't like i, I would say that most of the people that were kind of wearing that kind of stuff were like in the store and like floating around the store, but it wasn't the general vibe of like the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. The other store I went into that was like not- or notable was uh, the Noah store. So I've, that's one I've not been in and I, I'm it's pretty tight. I'm really interested to check it out. It was pretty tight. Yeah. Um, I asked the guy, I asked the guy at uh, AMA how, like where I should go. Mm-hmm. And he, the first thing he said, he's like, go to the Noah store. I went in there. I really liked a lot of the stuff they had. It's just so expensive that I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I put, I tried on a pair of shorts and I intentionally didn't look at the price before I put them on. And I put them on and I was like, man, I really, I really love these. <laughs> and then uh, as I was walking out of the changing room, I saw they were like $260 or something. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get those. Yeah. Like, yeah, yep, it's not, not going to work this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll find them later. Yeah. The, the, Part of the hump you have to get over with Noah is that they kind of reinterpret a lot of preppy basics. Mm-hmm. So you've seen similar stuff for a lot less, yeah. basically. Yeah. And so you kind of have to like readjust how, yeah. how you feel about the pricing. And, I'm and definitely going to try to find... costs the what it does, basically. Yeah. I'm going to try to find these shorts. Just, I mean, not from, just not from Noah. Yeah. Like they were like, they were like a pleated short that was a little shorter with a cough on it. They mm-hmm. were like, I mean you have to dedicate yourself to getting a fit off if you're me and you're wearing these. Like you have to like know that these are out of your normal mm-hmm. outfit, but <laughs> I just loved them. And I was like, man, like I, I, I wish that like the New York city didn't cost a million dollars. Cause otherwise I'd just like splurge maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, outside of the, uh, of hype central around Kith and everything. Like you notice any, anybody peacocking out there in New York City Dude, trying to get trying to get street snapped every by the sartorialist? Like, any trends you noticed? What the, was the thing what was the that I noticed the, the most was that there were a bunch of old dudes that were just, like, sporting the best tailored suits I've ever seen. Mm, mm-hmm. it, they, like, they almost looked like the sartorialist. Did, like, you have, did you have good weather out there? Yeah, it was, like, 60 the entire time. Uh, yeah. And I was walking around and, like, I mean, it did sprinkle a little bit one day. So I, Perfect fit weather, though. Yes, dude, perfect. Like It was perfect. Yeah. And yeah. so I I didn't really have to wear a coat if I didn't want to, and I just it was it was great. It was like fall, which I've only only I've really only been in New York City in the spring or fall, mm-hmm. so I've never experienced the terrible snow or the like smelly heat that New York has, and so I've been very fortunate. But I, both are pretty are pretty awful. Uh, yeah, the last time I was there about a year and a half ago was some of the coldest weather I've I've ever been in, and it was brutal. Yeah, it was definitely somewhat intentional to yeah. not have to deal with that I mean, spring and fall are, are, are beautiful. They're gorgeous. Yeah. There. Yeah. There's a reason that I've never been in the other times. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, like, what I always say about Austin is the same thing. That is basically a different version of what people always tell me about Chicago. Like, I love Chicago. Mm-hmm. Love hanging out there. Could absolutely see myself living there. And then people were like, "Yeah, you need to come in February, and exactly, th- and then see how you feel." Yeah, it's like and if you're in if you're in Austin in August, like you want, you yeah, just want to die. That's always my rebuttal: is mm-hmm. come spend a few days here in August <laughs> and see how much you actually want to live here because it's, it's horrific. It's so miserable. Yeah, that's that's the that's no fit season right no. there because all I'm wearing is like just the most non-existent clothes I can find. I oh, I've I've actually stuff I'm okay with just sweating th- right through. I've uh, two days ago was my four year anniversary of moving to Austin. And every single spring, I kick myself. I'm like, well, you didn't do enough outside, like when the weather was good. 
this is like the first winter where I'm not truly kicking myself, but mm-hmm. every other year I'm like, dude, you didn't do enough. You didn't get out enough. You didn't enjoy yourself enough. Like this is the first time where I'm not dreading it, but I, I just hate, I hate the <laughs> summer. Um, before we move on, what's, what's your take on the old adage? The thing that people always say about New York city, that the energy quote, the energy is just different. There. Dude, I hate to say this, but like, I, I get it. I do. Too. I get it. I hate, I don't <laughs> want to get it, but I understand it. Duda texted me, uh, while I was there and he was like, dude, I don't even have to drink coffee when I'm there. Cause I just get like psyched up when I'm outside. Yeah. And it is just different. Like, I mean, there is like a little bop in your stuff. I'm not walking 15 miles a day in Austin. No, like I wanted to go not. see the city. I wanted to go do stuff. And like, even at the end of the day, I wasn't tired. Yeah. I still felt great. Um, it's just like, I don't know. There's, there's just something about it there. I, yeah. There's I'm, also an obligation to have energy. Like mm-hmm. you can't just mail it in. You have no. to, you have to be up and ready. And from, like when I talk to people that have actually lived there and like done the New York thing for even if it's just for a couple of years or if it's for a whole decade, like mm-hmm. I, have, I have friends from college that still live that, that still live there, and they they're just like they they don't stop, man. No, they the the lifestyle is is just perpetual movement. Like One of they, my buddies that I was in Mexico with, he just clearly has more energy than everybody else. Mm-hmm. The, he was the only person. He and his uh, wife are the only people that live in New York City out of our friends, and. They can stay up later. They can get up earlier. They can yep. just, they can drink more, and like <laughs> they're just fine. Like they yeah. just they they are they know what they're doing at all times. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't have that energy at at all times. Yeah, there, there will I think there will always be like a kernel of just my like my my soul basically that like that that wishes I had given that I had gone and tried it mm-hmm. for a little while because there is something about it that is just like. It's just, it's like nowhere else. I, I always mean, think that. And then I go there for like three days and then I leave and I'm like, I'm really glad I never tried to move there or anything. <laughs> and then I like wait like six months and then I go there again and I'm like, and like right before the trip, I'm like, oh man, maybe I'll move here. And then I'm like, no, no, can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. too much. All right. Well, we are going to take things down South and talk a little bit about Mexico. But before we do that, I want to tell you about a brand that is perfect for trips to the beach and trips to Mexico. I'm talking about Outer Known. Outer Known is the lifestyle brand, clothing brand, apparel brand, everything brand, brought to you by all-time pro surfer, 11-time world champion, Kelly Slater. Outer Known has a mission to provide great clothes that don't harm the environment. Everything that they make is for people and planet. This is high-quality, sustainable clothing, durable construction, great fit, they only work with factories that pay fair living wages and provide safe working conditions. You know, at Club Cool, we love companies that that have these great missions and that try to do things ethically and sustainably, and Outer Known is absolutely one of those companies. And like I said, this stuff is perfect vacation wear. My, bu- my buddy is a Patagonia, like, he's a day one. He only wears Patagonia. Mm-hmm. He's one that coordinated our Mexico trip. I looked down, I said, what are you wearing right now? And he said, Outer Known, it's all I wear now. Yeah. I was just like, shit, now I have to go get Outer Known stuff. Yeah. And this is every, uh, your, your entire bag for a trip like this could be Outer Known. Everything from t-shirts, whether you want a pocket or a graphic or a long sleeve. They do shorts, whether you want a fixed waist or a drawstring or linen or swim trunks that are great for actually getting on a surfboard and like catching some waves or just hanging out by the pool and reading a book. I cannot vouch enough for the quality and the fit of this stuff from Outer Known. So go to OuterKnown.com today and enter my code COOL at checkout. You're going to get 25% off your full price order. 
That's O-U-T-E-R-K-N-O-W-N.com. Remember to use my code COOL at checkout for 25% off, which, I mean, that's just such an awesome deal for you guys. This is in-season stuff. It's fresh. It's hot off the presses. Go check it out, outerknown.com. Use my code COOL. All right, Will, so let's talk about Mexico. Let's. You just got back. Yes. Looked like it was a trip with friends. Correct. What was what was the... It what, was. I don't want to say it was like a joint bachelor-bachelorette party, but that was kind of the purpose that it served. Okay. Uh, the couple that I went with are a couple that I've known both of them for a while. Um, they're both from Michigan. They, We share a similar group of friends. It really made sense to do like a couple's trip as mm-hmm. opposed to splitting off and doing other random stuff. Like yeah. It just would have been kind of weird had we done it the uh, more traditional way. And so there were, I think at the peak, I think there were 16 people there. Okay. So... Yeah, good size trip. Yeah, did oh, y'all yeah. did and did you guys all stay at like the same resort? Basically, did you, did you... we rented two houses okay. that were not connected, but we just like there was a uh, fence between them, and we just created something that we could jump over the fence and not have to worry about. So they, I mean, they were right next to each other. Yeah, they were right next to each yeah, other. That's awesome. You could I hear know. if you could hear if they were awake in the morning. You could hear if they were still partying at night. It was just kind of like it was a communal thing. Yeah, I, I think. Somebody on on your on the circling back squad may have poo pooed the uh, the idea of the joint bachelor and bachelor. I think party. I did it before. Th- this has always been something that that if you can make it work with the friend group, yeah, that's the important part. Yeah, because if you're like because you kind of have to you have to let people bring significant others. Yes, in this scenario, mm-hmm. I feel like. So if you're if you just have completely different friend groups or too many friends each that you're trying to invite, then you suddenly have like a a 40 person. Yeah. No, it, can, it would spiral out. It'd but be like another, can, it'd be like yeah, a destination you, wedding. Ex- yeah, exactly. But if you can do this with like 16 or 18 people that all kind of know each other and mm-hmm. then there's just like, there's some, some spouses or some wags or some significant others that are, that are kind of like thrown into the group. But I, I just think it sounds awesome. Pretty much everyone had met each other before. Yeah. Like there were, it was, it was a rare circumstance where two people hadn't met each other before. And I'm, I'm not knocking the, the traditional ways either, but especially like, when you're our age, when you're when you're get pushing deeper and deeper into your 30s, like it's hard to get people together, and you and, you and your friends are spread out, and like I, I'm I, I swear to you, there is nothing better than like this type of reunion group friend trip dude, to a, to a destination. The like older Mexico. you get, the more sense it makes. Yeah. The, if like now and and now that I've done that, I'm like, man, that does make just a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it was it was super enjoyable. Uh, so you guys were in Todos Santos, correct? And is that where you also did a, a, a night or two at San Christ, the Hotel San Cristobal? We just went there for the day. Okay. Um, right. We stayed pretty, really close to there. I'm pretty sure that if you wanted to walk the beach from our place to the to the hotel, you could have done it. Okay. Uh, I, eh, maybe not, but like it wasn't that far. Yeah. Less than a 10 minute drive. All right. Uh, and so. This, and this is outside of Cabo, right? Yep, an hour outside of Cabo. Yeah. Uh, Hotel San Cristobal is like. It was before you get to the city, mm-hmm. and so it's like ten minutes before you get to actual Todos Santos. Okay, and um, I mean, yeah, like that hotel was sweet. It made me want to stay there for a couple nights. Um, it was super low key. That is a Liz Lambert property, correct? So if you're familiar with the Austin area, then this is the person that does Hotel San Jose and Hotel Hotel, hotel Saint Cecilia, mm-hmm. both of which are like fancy Austin institutions. Yeah, and so I mean. 
it's only it, she also got a couple of places in Marfa, which are very well known and highly thought of. So mm-hmm. it it only stands to reason that this place is is dope. I was worried when we got there that they charge seventy five dollars a head if you want to go use the pool, okay. which we were all like, no, we're not doing that. And so we were like, let's just go eat lunch there, check out the beach, hang out, and leave. Mm-hmm. Well, we ended up going for lunch there. They immediately set us up with like an awesome table. We had the best table in the place. And when you have a group of, I think we had been whittled down to about 12 at that point. Mm-hmm. When you have a group of 12, like you shouldn't expect to get like a really sick table. We got an amazing table. The food is incredible. The service was great. Uh, the drinks were good. And then we just started to spread out and we kind of migrated towards the beach. We hung out in some beach chairs. The entire time we had a guy coming up being like, you guys good on drinks, like very accommodating. Mm-hmm. Whereas I kind of expected it not to be. Right. I really thought they were kind of just going to treat us like, because you weren't paying for the pool. Common street trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so we ended up swimming at the beach there. They were still bringing us drinks when we were like going in between the... Because the beach is public. So we were going in between the beach and the bar. And they just straight up didn't care. And maybe it was because it was the off season. Or maybe they're just like in that state of state of mind of not mm-hmm. caring about that stuff. But it was very, very... Uh, it was a good experience at that that yeah. little spot. I mean, it's, it's nice when a spot like that, which can be perceived as like hoity-toity mm-hmm. like understands that they should treat everybody with just that like kind of ultimate class because now we're sitting here talking about it on a podcast yeah. and like they like well also anybody everybody else there down to go i mean it just makes you know don't it, it's great when a when a place that is like kind of at that elite level yeah can also provide that level of service to everybody no matter what they're spending i think they liked us there too because had we not been there like that that restaurant and bar wasn't doing that much money that day Mm -hmm. they it was a slow day i mean it was a i think it was a monday so like i mean it made sense that like for sure they would love having us there and by the end of it we were all just hanging out in this cabana area next to the pool where they just had these like big huge white cushions that were deep as hell and so people were just laying down sipping their drinks like i'm pretty sure some people dozed off like <laughs> it was just like a really relaxed situation the soundtrack was great it was it was a great time so aside from your your day trip to uh san cristobal any other did you do any extreme activities no any ATVs, jet skis, or was this this like... This was pure chill. P- pure chill. We yeah. brought up thinking about renting a boat one day and taking it to an island. We brought up... Um, uh, we brought up a, like a, doing a lot of stuff, but it was just kind of like... I mean, we were truly on island time. Like, we were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And so the things that we did, uh, we went to a couple other beachside bars that were much more modest than Hotel San Cristobal. And so these beachside bars, like, I mean... Again, had we not been there, I don't know who would have been there. It was the off season, so it makes and sense. And a Monday. But, I mean, these places were, they had great food. They had good drinks. And everyone was super accommodating. And you could just sit in these cabanas or you could sit at a table next to the beach um, and freely walk up and down and go swimming, which a lot of places in Cabo, you can't go swimming. Mm-hmm. We pretty much swam everywhere. There yeah. wasn't any place that we they wouldn't let us. If, if you're not a good swimmer, you shouldn't swim everywhere. Right, right. Um, but... The, the waves do hit you and they will drop you. Everyone got dropped at least once. <laughs> and when I say dropped, I mean like we were like, Tumbled. like, please get up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but it is a, it is a de- vacation destination that's off the beaten path. And so you're not going to get the same kind of vibe you get in like Cabo where you have like party pools and like yeah. people yeah. renting you like banana boats and mm-hmm. things like that. Like you definitely go in knowing that you're off, you're kind of off the grid. Right. And that's right. kind of the allure of it. And that's why I really enjoyed it. I'm always very torn on these types of vacations because 
I mean, I love as much as anybody like ordering Miami Vices and sitting around the pool and, oh, yeah. and listening to a, a great soundtrack, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, super chilled out or if you want to pump some medium in my face, I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. But it's it like, it, sometimes I, I definitely feel the urge to like go take a surfing lesson or yeah. rent a jet ski or do, do something a little bit more adventurous. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, if you left our like little like area, there were several other houses. Of, I think people that live there year round, and there was also a farm on it, a poblano pepper farm. Mm. If you left our area, which was a it was a five minute drive to get out of our subdivision kind of thing, just because it was a super bumpy road. A lot of the roads are it's completely undeveloped, and so if you got spit out of our little area, the first thing you saw mm. was a grocery store that sold liquor and beer, and a fish market. And we were just like, perfect. That's really all we need. Sounds so, like a great place for a gram, man. Yeah. We were just like, we were just like, man, this is, this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the, the kind of commonalities between both the city trip and like the more exotic one mm-hmm. is that you're eating and drinking all the time. Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Like the, those are your, the main activities for, for a vacation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. That, Everywhere we went, we were just like, we'll do the ceviche and uh, fish tacos, please. Yeah. And that was every <laughs> single place. It was, it was no questions did, asked. Did the group gravitate? towards a specific beer on this trip pacifico yeah that's what so same with us when we were in um punta mita in january it's just it's i always think it's funny how that happens yes like everybody it it, it, just in a vacuum you'd get probably 10 12 different beers ordered yeah maybe six different beers beers but you know what i mean like everybody would pick whatever they were kind of feeling but like all it takes is one person to say it's like those Sam Adams commercials. Where they're yeah, like, mm, that sounds good. Ooh. I'll have a Sam yep. Adams too. No, that's hundred percent. So like happen. three people order a Pacifico, and then that's just automatically the beer for the rest of the weekend. We, everyone was pretty much a Pacifico <laughs> drinker before this, and but like when we were at restaurants, it was like everyone's either getting Pacificos. Like, I mean, it was. We went to the liquor store, and I was like, I woke up one morning. We were all hungover, and I was like, we need to get some painkillers and go to the pool. And like from 11 to 1, we'll just sit at the pool drinking painkillers and enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, should we just get like a fifth of rum? And I was like, nope. Once one person sees that painkillers are being made, every single person around the pool is going to be like, yep, one painkiller, <laughs> one painkiller. The two fifths lasted two hours on the, at the pool. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, see, guys, like this was a good call. <laughs> um, but even at Hotel San Cristobal, we, uh, my buddy ordered a Michelada. And I was like, man, that sounds pretty good. I was like, yeah, I'll do a michelada. Before you know it, a whole table has micheladas. Like, yeah. <laughs> Half hour later, every single person was drinking one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 difference kind of, and I was thinking, I was just kind of thinking about like the differences between these two types of trips. So I feel like on a city trip or a or a domestic trip, your the bedtime hours mm-hmm. are are very much locked in to like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah, like maybe you only go out for one drink after dinner, mm-hmm. which puts you back at 11-ish. Yeah. Maybe you stay at the bar until 12.30 or 1, and then you're at the 2, 2 a.m. range. On the beach trip, on the exotic trip, on the tropical trip, this range gets much, much, much wider. Oh, much, much bigger. You can drink yourself into an early, into an early stupor mm-hmm. and be passing out at 8 p.m. only, you know, never to be seen from until... till. 10 a.m. the next day the, the sally young yeah <laughs> or you can go like full 5 a.m 6 a.m we might as well watch the sunrise at this point my earliest night was midnight my latest night was 2 30 
Okay, so you and did. You stayed nicely in the in the media range. Yeah, I there. I had one night where I took things too far. I said this on circling back, and I might have gotten a little ahead of myself at one of the beach bars in the sun. <laughs> and uh, I never went. I never took a nap or anything, but I stopped drinking. And so then that's the night that I I finally called it at like midnight. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. And then as the nights got further and further into the trip, we were just like, man, I don't want to go to bed. Like yeah, we yeah. have to stay up later, <laughs> and so the final night we were we were up at two thirty, and finally we were like, all right, we gotta go. Did like, you, did the, did these later nights involve like tequila shots, anything like that? We weirdly did a lot of tequila shots, yeah. actually. Yeah, like not a ton or anything, but we were doing them at restaurants a lot, and we, they involved a lot of just like, uh, people just like one of my buddies. Whenever he'd come to the table, he'd just set down a six pack instead of getting himself a beer and walking back to the table outside. He mm-hmm. would bring a six pack the entire time, and then it's just like you just start grabbing yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but you also, I mean, we had nothing to do, and we had no morning plans, so I didn't feel bad sleeping in. I still didn't sleep in very late, but yeah. I, it's just like I said, like I hate saying it, but like island time, it just really truly <laughs> does not matter. It's like get up when you feel good, good again, go to bed when you uh, when everyone else starts falling over. So after this trip, mm-hmm. we're 30 plus. Yep. Would you say that you're as good once as you ever were? <laughs> <laughs> but you're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Would you say that you're not as good as you once were, but you're as good once as you ever were? That's probably fair. Probably fair. <laughs> I threw that one in there just for, you ju- had to. Just for Country Boy Will. Country Boy Will Shouts needed to it. Toby Keith. I did buy somewhat of a cowboy hat on the trip. <laughs> well, Sally bought it for me. I was getting scorched by the sun and they... Uh, the gift shop at the hotel, the Hotel San Cristobal again, had a uh, some nice hats. And she was like, I think you should get this one. I put it on and people were like, actually, that doesn't look terrible on you. <laughs> and uh, so we, we bought it. And then like, it, it looks like a, a pretty much a straight up cowboy hat in pictures, but mm-hmm. it looks a little edgier on a, yeah. when you're wearing it in real life. Okay. It did, it did save my life that day, though. Well, you'll have to pop it out at some point this summer. I'm gonna do some reshaping to Here it, I Austin. think, yeah. and then I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bust it out. If I'm out in the sun in Austin in July or August, I'm 100 percent wearing. It. Yeah, and people are gonna think I'm doing a bit. Like, <laughs> no, I'm wearing it because it, it covers every part of your body. Yeah, uh, I did want to ask you about one other thing. Just what type of what, what's your plane activity? What Ooh. what's your do you do you drink on the plane? Uh, to, if I'm going to Mexico, yes. Okay. If I'm going to New York, no. Do you do you read on the plane? Uh, if I'm it it just it solely depends on it it just depends on my mood yeah. on the plane ride back i so i've been reading this book about get like getting off your phone which is mm-hmm. part of the reason i didn't get on my phone in okay. mexico i thought it was a good way of cutting myself off and so like that is like i'm very interested in it i do like trying to do vacation reading but i can't always do it mm-hmm. coming back from new york like i just want to watch something or yep. go to sleep yeah um, so it just totally depends, but I've been downloading stuff on my phone a lot. Yeah, I, now that you can download Netflix and Amazon God, prime, it, yeah. I just download it. I had this conversation with somebody over the, the this past weekend. Uh, I was at a, a baby shower and we were talking about reading mm-hmm. and I was like, I always want to read on the plane, mm-hmm. but then the seamless ability to now just like stream live TV right on your yeah. phone or download a movie or, and then the Netflix thing where you can download whatever you want. Yeah. It just like completely crushes my, any desire I had to read a book on the plane. Yep. I have taken, like, so I'll I'll clarify with this. I have a Xanax prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't take it very often anymore just because I don't really feel the need for it. And I, it's always been an as-you-need-it as kind of thing. Um, sometimes if I feel, like, anxiety coming back from a trip, I'll take one uh, before getting on the plane just because I don't want to, like, freak out on a plane or something. And I've found that if I take, like, half of my prescription, what I'm prescribed, that I always end up reading on the plane. 
I always end up settling in and like reading something intently. And I just, I need to train myself to do that. Um, just like regularly, Mm -hmm. I'm not reading enough. Uh, I did. Yeah. I did knock out a lot of the book about getting off your phone. And I brought another book that I was in t- intending to read. It was like a total vacation book. Like, you oh, p- yeah. Plug the book. Plug the no phone book. Uh, it's called How to Break Up with Your Phone. Okay. I discovered it when I was in New York and my buddy had told me that he was reading it. And all of a sudden I was like, you know what? My screen time's way higher than yours was when you decided you need to read it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get off my phone now. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I rarely drink on the plane mm-hmm. these days. I don't like Just... being on planes. So I don't drink. Great point. That's my issue. Great I don't point. like getting up and walking to the back of the plane in order yeah. to go to the bathroom. So I just don't. The, and the plane already kind of makes me like groggy and fuzzy mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So just adding to that is just not my... Like, the other thing is like, flying is no longer a luxury. It's disgusting. Yeah. As I've, it's gross. I've said that on this podcast before. It's just... Yeah. So it's like, I'm already cramped up in this little bus in the sky basically mm-hmm. like I, i'm not trying to crush beers i i did drink several deep eddy grapefruit and sodas on the way to mexico because yeah. i knew we had to come in hot yeah everybody yeah. had been we got in at like noon did you have several people that you knew on the plane with you no it was no. just sally just, and I. okay All and right. so we decided to get after a little bit uh <laughs> whenever we get when we've gone to mexico with her parents uh and her family for christmas a few years mm-hmm and when you're in a big group like that, it's really tough to not just knock That's, back like yeah, four margaritas. It, it, that makes a big difference. It's if really you, fun to do. If you know do. a lot of people on the plane, then it, it, it can change things. But going to Mexico, like you get off the, like if you have to pee, you get off the plane, you still have to pee, you get on a bus to get taken to the airport, mm-hmm. you still have to pee, go through <laughs> customs, still have to pee. And it's yeah. just like, you get into the, to the, the area where it's just like, dude, like I, I have to go. Yes. And if I don't go, I'm going to freak out. Absolutely. I always avoid it. Well, any other uh, anecdotes or pieces of travel advice you want to leave us with before we uh, move on to our next uh, next sec? Use sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> Use sunscreen. Absolutely. My thighs are still burning. Get by the... I, and I, Save your money maker, man. Go like 70 plus on your face. I don't even Do care. It. If 70 plus... The, you know, the, people are, are, are... The jury's still out on whether anything higher than 50 is actually... I, like, you know what I mean? Like if it's actually doing anything more than the 50, just use it anyways. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be wrinkled. You don't save yourself from those wrinkles, man. Use your sunscreen. If, yeah, and if you're not using a daily SPF anyway, just like what are you doing? <laughs> Come on. That's your that's your skin. Yes, absolutely. Um you know, as much as vacations are wonderful, there's almost nothing better than coming back from a vacation and getting back into your own bed with a Lisa mattress. Oh, I love this segue. And you're actually very correct. That was the first thing I did. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, it's just there's nothing better than coming back and getting in your own bed, mm-hmm. especially when, like I said, when that mattress came from Lisa. That's Lisa mattresses. Look, everybody has the right to rest. The key to getting your best rest is the right mattress. So meet Lisa. They've got two awesome mattresses. There's the classic, the Lisa mattress, which is now new and improved. It now has cooling LS- LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief, which is great for side sleepers. Or you can go with the hybrid mattress, aka the Sapira. That's what I have. It combines the memory Ooh. foam and the spring technology. And uh, look, I really, really could not be happier with this mattress. I've had it for quite some time now, and it's as great today as it was when I first got it. It's an unbelievable mattress. And once again, Lisa is a company that has a great mission. They want to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. So from day one, Lisa set out to create a company with heart, and that's why they donate one mattress for every 10 that they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. 
To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. Go to lisa.com slash cool. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash cool. Use promo code cool. And you will get 15% off of your entire order. Once again, that's lisa.com slash cool. Use promo code cool and you will get 15% off of your entire order. Mattresses, pillows, blankets, it's all phenomenal. Go check them out. Boom. All right, well, we're back. And I wanted to just, it's been a while since I've had you on the pod. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to uh, to see where you were at with, uh, with with stuff that you're thinking about buying, adding to the to the collection, whether it's clothing or accessories or whatever. We're, we're coming up right here. This is actually, it's a great time to talk about this type of stuff because April is kind of a, it's a dead buy zone for me because mm-hmm. I know that sale season is right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, it, we've, we've, we've talked about ALD, the A Melee and Dora brand. Some, uh, one of you guys was DMing me about that. You wanted to some, you wanted a piece. You weren't sure about the price. I told you about a uh, noter shop, which is a place that carries ALD just today. They put out their promo code for 30% off almost the entire site. There you go. So that's like, this is the type of thing that you're waiting for. I waited for a sweatshirt yeah. from them. And I think it was from, uh, you're going to know the name of it. Canadian company. Uh, was it, it wasn't end. It wasn't the UK company end. No, was it? it was, a, I think it was Canadian, hmm. but they put out a code and I was just like, I almost bought this sweatshirt like yesterday. Yeah. And this was probably a year ago. Yeah. Like it was such a lifesaver that I waited. Mm-hmm. I would have been pissed. You would. Yeah. yeah, indeed. And, um, so just be on the lookout for that. If, if it's about to be the time of the season when you can, you know, get some of this more expensive stuff for a much more approachable price. Anyway, what do you have? Tell me, tell me about some things that you have on your list. Will. I don't I'll be honest I don't have a lot I I've I've kind of been have you have you thinking about sorry to interrupt you but people are doing these like these like no spend challenges have you heard about this I I I haven't heard about it but I kind of did one in January okay I did one in January where I I refused to buy anything it's tempting yeah um but that being said over the last like over the last month between preparing for New York being in New York preparing for Mexico being in Mexico I spent a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. And it was not just, like, I spent money on clothes to go to those places. Right, right. And so, like, I bought shirts from ALD when I was there that I probably would have waited to buy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I want to get this while I'm here just so I can wear it in times where I want to wear it. Um, the, like, honestly, the number one thing on my list is something I already talked about, those Noah shorts. I really need, like, a good, like, being in Austin, shorts are kind of important. Yes, absolutely. And so that's something I've been wanting or at least trying to find, like, a, a different style of. Um, another thing that I've been thinking about, and these are kind of, these have been around, these have been in the fashion world for a long time, but the more I see people wearing it, the more I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to pull the trigger on this a pair of Birkenstocks. Okay. All right. I'm not opposed to being a dude in sandals. Yeah. I've never been opposed to it. It's, it's much less acceptable in Texas than it was in Michigan in hmm. the summertime, but I still like doing it. Michigan seems like one of the homes for Birkenstocks. I, yeah, it, no, it definitely <laughs> is. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know. And I feel like the West Coast, like, I kind of like the whole West Coast style now, like San Francisco style mm-hmm. of just like being pretty casual and like muted colors and stuff like that. And so I just think it would fit well in, with what I'm striving to do at some point. Yeah. Um, there's a store that I'm, I'm actually going to San Francisco in, over Memorial Day. Nice. Sally and I have the, we, I got the credit card where you get a companion pass on Southwest. Wow. And so we only have it for the year, but she's in school, so we can't travel. So because it's a long weekend, I was just like, we are going to San Francisco for the weekend. Yeah. It's going to be dirt cheap prices because everyone leaves San Francisco. No one goes there for Memorial Day weekend. Okay. 
And uh, so there's a store I want to go to out there called Taylor Stitch. If you've ever seen me wearing my oatmeal like chunky shirt, mm-hmm. that's where it's from. And they don't make it anymore, but like it's a great store. They've got a ton of good stuff, but a lot of the stuff you have to get hemmed. And <laughs> so I want to go try it on because I don't want to have to send something back right. or or go get it hemmed. It just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Um, other than that, like I don't really have any clothes that I need right now. Yeah. Yeah. I bought something that I haven't had in a long time at ALD when I was there. I bought a black t-shirt. Okay. I haven't had like a smooth black tea in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I tried it on and I was like, you know what? It's it's time I, I add one in. Yeah. Yeah, man. There, a lot of people have like an aversion to, I, I feel like you either go one way or the other. You're like, I'm never wearing a black t-shirt or mm-hmm. you're like, most i mostly what i have is black t-shirts i think i was swayed by being in new york and seeing everyone wearing black yeah and i think i was like shit i need a black t-shirt yeah but i i saw it and i was like you know what i I, i'm gonna try this on and it was i was happy with it so i that was something i just definitely needed Mm -hmm. um yeah, I was just, I, you know, I know you're a candle guy. Mm-hmm. Any new recommendations on on, Man, on accessories actually, for the home? I was actually just thinking. So the 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 three remaining things on my list, my my wish list, are all home stuff. Okay, um, stock home stuff. I uh, I was actually thinking about doing some candle research sooner than later. I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any new new ones that I haven't like looked at in the past. Um, I'm kind of debating getting into the incense game. Yeah, that yeah. One of my sponsors for uh, Sunday Scaries, they sent me. They just sent me packages randomly, and they mm-hmm. they included some incense in one of them. And I was like, "Shit, this is kind of nice." I always see really cool like it, brands are doing this, and then you'll just see them in like cool little stores. Yeah. Like uh, what's the one on Southmore? There's like Nanny Inez, just like little mm-hmm. home stores that have the, these really cool design heavy things. There's always badass incense holders. Always. Yeah, yeah. My dad's got like a TP one that is that's, just that's, sweet. That's I think I might just have to send it to me. Yeah, that's the most attractive uh, thing to me. Anyway, I I was just thinking about candles, and thinking about candles made me think like the like Santal Twenty Six from Leila Beau is one mm-hmm. of my all time favorites. Yeah, and they see uh, either I forgot how expensive they were, or like they've slowly bumped up the price over the years. Yeah, but the, it, for the the one in the that's the for the regular sized one, it's like seventy five dollars. I yeah. want to say at this point. And it just, God. I was thinking about uh, stuff that's a splurge, even if it's not all that expensive. So I recently was introduced to this beer by a, 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 my buddy Thomas in Houston. Uh, have you heard of Ghost in the Machine? No. Okay. So it's out of, it's out of uh, Louisiana, Parish Brewing. And it is essentially this, it's, it's, it's like claim to fame is it's the South's response to Pliny the Elder. Okay. Which is like one of it, probably the most sought after and well renowned and like beer snob IPA that exists. And uh, it is fantastic. And it's, 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 you, the packs of it are only four dollars, or I'm sorry, four bottles. Okay. I was like, four dollars. No, yeah, you no, have no, my no, attention. No. And I went to, uh, to HEB in Houston and I like, I bought a four pack and it was $13. Okay. Which, and I felt, like a baller doing that. Yeah. Even though, you know, you go to the church's concert two nights ago and I don't even blink at the $8 Michelob Ultra. Yeah. But it's just, it's funny when you put things in like relative terms. Yeah. Like buying $3 grocery store beers felt expensive. <laughs> we, yeah. I I recently 
the the pizza place near us, Pine House. Yeah. They recently bought or canned their electric jellyfish IPA. Mm. And I saw that they, they posted an Instagram about it and I was like, well, I got to get some. And it was like $13 for a four pack. And yeah. I was just like, shit, it's <laughs> a lot of money. And I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It just, the way you frame things can, can make it seem expensive or, yeah. or, or, or not at all. Um, yeah. Anyway, there, I'm, I'm also the socks are huge right now. Like everybody's flexing and stunting with all sorts of crazy I almost bought some ALD socks, socks, but they were just too expensive. Like yeah. they weren't a big enough departure from like right. white socks that yep. I was like, no, but I, yeah, socks are, I kind of have like, I don't want, I don't have stumpy legs, but I, I have dad legs, mm-hmm. dad's dad ish legs. And so like, I had to be careful with socks. They, sure, they can sure. really make me look a lot shorter. And I, I mean, the socks is it's a, that's especially crazy because there's all sorts of places like Uniqlo, which just have like socks that are three dollars a pair. Yeah, and look great. And here I am for whatever reason thinking that I'm 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 like yeah, this sixty dollar pair of socks is pretty <laughs> yeah, pretty maybe. good. You know what? Yeah, maybe. So uh, yeah, man, the the this game is crazy, and and these marketers out there, these brands, they can convince you to. Uh, to buy just about anything. It's stupid. It's really <laughs> stupid. I didn't I didn't need to buy a black t-shirt from ALD. I could have bought that. I could have got a Hanes one, but I was like, you know what? This is soft. I'm in the store. I want this store experience of buying something. Exactly, I don't know. Exactly. Well, and uh, you know, this is Club Cool. So we love stupid, expensive things yeah. and, uh, and the cheaper alternatives equally as much. Guys, that's just about all the time that we have today for the Club Cool podcast. I want to thank Will DeFreeze for coming on and joining me, talking about vacations, talking about our wish lists. Will, tell the listeners one more time where they can follow you and your other podcasts. You can follow me at Will DeFreeze on everything. You can also uh, subscribe to Circling Back and the Sunday Scaries podcast. Very good. Very good, sir. You can follow my personal accounts at Barrett Dudley. The Instagram account is at Club Cool Pod. And uh, of course, we're right in the middle of Game of Thrones season, so if you're not paying attention to Oysters, Clams, and Cockles, boy, we're having a really nice run up the charts. So if you want a companion podcast or just want to dive deeper into the show, we're doing that three times a week as well now. Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Guys, thank you so much, and we will be back next week. <laughs>